bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I think people are getting emotional because it's, 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 I think people get emotional in defending Biden the same way they get emotional in bashing Donald Trump. Either way, it, it seems like it's the same energy and the same emotion. And I just find that strange that people don't see that. Or do they? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Truth Nation, keep it locked. Because every day this week, nope, I'm not going to read that. I'm going to wait. Oh, yeah, I'm going to read. 833-212-1017. Eddie, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Good evening, Dr. Ken. How are you? Hello? I'm here. Oh, I'm doing all right. You got to stick and move tonight. That's the first time in all the times I heard Kathy call you. You stepped on her toes today. I don't think you I was, stepped on her toes. You were more Pardon? I don't think I stepped I, on her I've toes. Never heard Kathy, I never heard Kathy talk the way she talked today. Not disrespectful, but uh, you could tell your, your, your uh, discussion sort of bothered her uh, with your opinion. She was pretty direct today. You know, she wasn't. Uh, going around the block with her thoughts and stuff. Um, and, you know, the point is, I don't know if this is something you learn as being a radio host or whatever, but I think sometimes, uh, just like you just made a statement about people get passionate about uh, how to get passionate about things, well, it's people that get passionate about Trump when people try to go against Trump. Yep. But I, I, I try to, when I when I talk to you, I, I kind of listen to what you're talking about, and I don't like to get... I, I I don't like to get caught up in your uh, in your uh, in a in a trap where you can say we're not comparing because um, the thing is is like you heard uh, there's a white lie and then there's a lie right? No, but there's no such thing day, as a white lie. A lie right? You're either lying or you're not. Right, and that's my point. My point is I think when people talk to you, see it's hard. One, you got a time limit. Not my thing. Like we having a discussion now. I'm talking, you listening. 
you talk, I listen. We get our points across with a clear mind. But a lot of people don't have that talent to, to do that. So when they when they try to make a point, they try to bring up other things to compare it to to make their point, and then it gets off track because if they can bring them comparisons up on your topic, then it takes away the fire from your topic. You know, as far as Not what really. you're talking about. You know, it's, it, well, to me it does. It's sugarcoats it, and you got people that, that look at that because it, that can understand what a person trying to say. So they're not necessarily saying it's the same crime, but, they, you know, because people, to me, in our society, depends on where you're at and what pecking order you're in, you're always going to have somebody trying to, trying to, uh, trying to uh, protect you. That's just the way it goes. And then you made a statement or you made a ask a question, do the public want uh, someone to um, uh, be in office with, with Biden's dementia or whatever he's going through. However, I'm going to say, hey, they don't already prove that, if you if you know what I mean. Yeah. They don't care about certain things. Right, right. right. That's a, that question has been proven already. So, well, yeah, then why not just say so? Want in there. Then why not just say so? Well, well they do. Do they vote? And they're saying it, you know, or whatever. And I'm not saying, because I can come up with because to me it's like, do I want a person there that might forget where the button at or a person there that knows where the button at, you know? <laughs> so, but, you know, you're making you know, people mad I, right now because you're saying something negative about Joe Biden. Right. right. Or, well, you know, and see, that's the thing. On another show, they'll sit up and talk about, uh, you know, all y'all got. Now you're doing it. Now you're comparing shows. Okay, I'll, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll stay away from that. Then. But it's just that to me, society as a whole as a whole, we all got our ways, our feelings and thoughts. Correct. But you know what? The, the 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 best thing is is that when a person and I even trying to work on that, I would rather be a better art, art a better, more articulate at expressing my thoughts where a person won't think or understand what I'm saying. Because a lot of people don't communicate well. And when you don't communicate well, you go into your feelings and your emotions and this and that and you know, I bet you if Kathy called back and asked anything you said, she probably wouldn't know because she was talking at the same time you were trying to express what you were talking. And then it irritated me because I couldn't hear your point or her point, And it was all like <laughs> at the end where she <laughs> hung up, you know. But, you know, like I said, you're good at what you do and you're doing your job. And if, and people should learn it. So when they, oh, I, before I forget about that, there was another person that called the show a while back ago. And when people can't call your show and talk about what they want to talk, be it true or off, they get mad. And this person got real emotional and called you the N-word. That's true. Right. And, and what did because I do? He couldn't control. I, I let it slide. He couldn't control. Right. He couldn't call. But he couldn't. No, you didn't get upset. I did let it slide. what I do? Yeah, hang yeah, up on him? let it slide. But, what I'm, but at the same time, you, 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 you showed a, a, a posture to me, like Obama, you didn't let what he said go. Matter of fact, it shows you where his level of intelligence at, because he couldn't have his way, so he had a tantrum, and he called you. <laughs> you really put it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember that. I even yeah, remember who. That's it was. what I wanted to say, Doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but a person should learn. I mean, I know your show, and I really go through what I'm going to talk with you before I go, because I don't want to get off track. So you can get, can't say. You know, you know, and and, and uh, get me off track. So that's that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, but. 
833-212-1017 is the number. What's up, Al? Well, I know y'all talking about the Biden situation. My question is, what if it was a slight chance those documents was put there on purpose, number one? And number two, isn't it his attorney's job to kind of maneuver the law, that old wise saying, uh, you know. Are, are those rhetorical um, questions or you want me to respond? Well, I'm just. I just want you to respond because I know they say due to his medical or mental situations, but isn't it isn't it his job of his attorney to exploit exploit that loophole that most attorneys are afraid to touch? Correct. But the problem with that is that, and I'll take your second question first. The problem with that is if they do that, it's going to show um, quite possibly the court might find him incompetent, and then they'll enact the Twenty Fifth Amendment and remove him from office. Okay, and that's and and that may be the case too, but and I understand everything is going on, but wasn't another person also? Uh, I believe was diagnosed or show the same signs of early dementia. Who was also running for president? No. So I understand. No. Well, I thought they, I thought they said Trump had early signs of dementia because if if anyone had signs of dementia. Neither one of them should be running because they're both well, liabilities. Again, one is president, one is not, one is a former president. Two, we're talking about Biden. And so the the things that they would have done in court with Biden, you got to remember the DOJ did him a favor by saying what they said and not prosecuting him because then it would have had to show that he actually had that diminished capacity, which would have caused all sorts of constitutional issues. So okay, and my he, la- he, he wasn't really bashing him. He was, he kind of set him up so he could stay in office. Now your first question was okay. what? Well, the first question is what if it was a small chance somebody put those document there, those documents there on purpose. Mm-hmm. And my last thing well, is, no, hang on, hang on. Do you really- he, hang on. He okay. admitted, he admitted that those, that those papers were put there. And admitted that the papers that were at Penn were his. So it's not like somebody okay. made the stuff up. Okay. And then the last question is, do you really think they will go against their own? No. That's why they didn't prosecute him. Absolutely oh, not. See, I'm done. All right. Okay, yeah, I'm All done. Right. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. <laughs> you, think the D- you think the DOJ was like, well, we're not going to do it. They had to come up with a reason. The problem was the only reason they had they couldn't come up with anything else because you got all these other people who took documents home. So the question is, if they all committed the same crime, why are you prosecuting this person and not prosecuting that person and raiding this person's house, but not that person's house? You know, they went and got a warrant and went and checked President Biden's personal home and found more documents. And then went to Penn State. Was it Penn or Penn State? I can't remember. And found more documents. The the issue is all of them got documents. So either prosecute all of them or don't prosecute nobody. Don't prosecute the people you don't like or befriend the people that you like, right? And that's the issue with the law. Because if Republicans were in there and the president had diminished capacity, they'd do the same thing. Oh, we going to cover for him. Oh, we going to do this. And then everybody else would complain and holler and, oh, but we don't like this person or we don't like them. The bottom line 
it, we almost need to wipe the whole place clean and put fresh people in on both sides of the aisle. Because the gap in America is just too big. And at some point, it's going to give. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sometime today in this hour, I'm going to actually have top five at five. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I should go through the talking text line, but we'll be here till 9 o'clock tonight. Um, so, oh, how do, how do I? Let me, ah, here it is. So, nah, I'll try it later. Um, Good doc. Evil is the emotion displayed when you attempt to defend a person who believes his money allows him to sexually assault women. Didn't defend him. I'm simply trying to stay on point because we're talking about two separate things. Now, here's what I actually sent back to them. If you want to talk about Trump, call and say, hey, I want to talk about Trump. And then we go, okay, and then we talk about Trump. But every single time you call to talk about one person and you bring up the other, that's a problem for me. Or you bring up something different. So then why'd you say you wanted to talk about Biden if you're going to talk about something else? That's all. That's all. And didn't most people? Anyway, I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chauncey, you need to quit, by the way. You need to stop. I got you. 833-212-1. Oh, why'd I do that? That's that's what I get. 1017. <laughs> Is the number. Number five. Two tornadoes have been confirmed just south of U.S. Highway 14 in rural Rock County. Justin Schott's home and the home of his father-in-law next door appeared untouched by one of February's weirdest storms in the world. Just behind these homes, the site of their family crop farm established in the 1960s. The destruction of the tornado had wrought that was on display. Leveled a concrete silo, leveled rubble in its wake, left rubble in its wake, uh, torn off roof on another building, trees ripped out the ground, branches from countless others lay scattered all over. And as the clouds over the farm grew ominous, Shot sent his wife and two children into the basement. He went upstairs for a minute more where the sky was so dark he couldn't even make out a funnel cloud. As he headed downstairs, his ears popped and the swooshing began. He said it lasted about 30 seconds and then that was it. On Friday, the farm was bustling with people, assessing damage, cleaning up trees. That was this morning. Rock County officials said all the reports of uh, injuries were minor. National Weather Service surveyed the property, determined there were not one, because we had reported there was one F1, 
But actually, there were two. And then it was an F2 tornado. So one hit at 515 near Albany and Greene County, just southwest of Evansville. Then an EF2 tornado hit at about 540 that moved northeast from Evansville to southwest Jefferson County. Winds, get this, 135 miles an hour in Evansville. So you can imagine if you're in a frame house, what exactly would happen. So, yeah, they they might upgrade the second storm to an EF3 because they saw overturned farm equipment inside the barn. Which meant there had to have been heavier winds if the wind, the building blocks the wind, but the wind was so strong when it went through the cracks and the doors that it blew over machinery that weighed well over a ton. Hmm. Well, let's just say I'm glad I live in Milwaukee County. I'm serious. Number four. This is from Minnesota. Near the Wisconsin border, a 35-year-old southeastern Minnesota woman faces over a dozen charges for allegedly trying to take blame for her twin sister in a fatal, get this, Amish buggy crash. Sarah Peterson was charged last week. I'm sorry, earlier this week with 16 felonies, including criminal vehicular homicide, criminal vehicular operation and aiding an offender. According to court records, all 16 charges indicate that Sarah Peterson tried to conceal or take responsibility for her identical twin sister's criminal acts. Samantha Peterson was charged with 21 felonies, including criminal vehicular homicide, criminal vehicular operation, driving under the influence, failure to provide proof of insurance, careless driving, and speeding. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, wow, somebody drove drunk, right? No. Samantha Peterson was allegedly high on meth when she crashed into an Amish buggy last September. There were four children in the buggy. Two of the children, 7-11, were killed. The 9- and 13-year-old were hospitalized with serious injuries. Fillmore County, Minnesota Sheriff John DeGeorge said the fact the sisters are identical twins added a lot of complexity to the lengthy investigation. As the days continued beyond that first day where the crash was reported, inconsistencies started to appear in both sisters' stories and in the evidence that the deputies uncovered. Later, it was determined through a series of search warrants, interviews, analysis of different data that, in fact, Samantha Peterson, Sarah's twin sister, was driving that night. So then, how'd they get it, right? Right? Technology. A search of Samantha Peterson's cell phone revealed a text she sent on September 25th writing. You ready? I hit that Amish buggy and I killed two people. Made Sarah come there and take the fall for it so I wouldn't go to prison. Like that was it. But yet we 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 love social media. We love, you know, technology. It's going to be great. It is great. Until it's not great. 
Number three. Hey, how are you? It's a lot of people in the avenue to come to the Bucks game, and I'm looking at three kids that are there standing at the window just waving. One of them's got a Giannis shirt on. He's got to be like four years old. So kind of cute. From WISN.com, a shocking scene unfolded uh, this morning in the River West neighborhood when a bus crashed through a building. Happened around 8 o'clock at Holton and Locust. Police say a silver pickup truck ran a red light traveling east on Locust, slammed into a school bus, making a left turn. The bus hit a third vehicle before careening into Inglesia Genesis, a church with an apartment upstairs. No children were on the bus at the time. No children. I'll get it right. No children were on the bus at the time. There were no injuries. However, Pastor Angel Rosario told 12 News his upstairs tenants were trapped inside the building as the bus crashed into the only entrance to the upstairs apartment. Okay, so help me with something. Am I missing something? Aren't you supposed to have multiple um entryways into and out of buildings like a front door back door am i am i am i incorrect with that fire department responded to the scene and used a ladder truck to gently guide an elderly woman down to safety with her help of her son with a prosthetic leg get down from the side of the building it's the second time a vehicle has hit his church and caused damage so you think you need to put some of those um concrete stumps in right well, I remember a long time ago, um, I used to laugh because I used to drive in suburbs here. You know, sometimes I go on a drive and I'll just go drive west and go to some of these small towns and everything. And 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 I was out near, I believe, Oconomowoc somewhere. And I kind of went, well, if the mailboxes and the ground keeps getting soft, why do you keep putting in wooden mailboxes why wouldn't you put in a concrete thing and they said well technically you can't do that because if somebody crashes and hits it and dies it's your fault i was like what how about they stay off of your property they said no they they have a they either had an ordinance or a county law or something like that where you have to actually you know have a wooden mailbox i said so your mailbox gets knocked down or your mailbox like it gets it rainy and the ground gets soggy and it falls over. He said, we just pick it up and put it back in. It's like, wow. But maybe you could. I mean, stores have it, like Target. You know, you go to Target and they have those big red things and those red balls <laughs> sitting there. So you can't drive up there. So I would think that would be something you could actually do. But, hey, I'm just me. Number two. So, I'm going to be honest. I don't like banks. I mean, I like banks. They're useful, I think, when you have a business. But sometimes individual um, people who bank at places, you know, weird things happen. So there's a story on Fox 6 from West Dallas. A clerical error is to blame for money going missing from a West Dallas safe deposit box. Jeffrey Timmer told Contact 6 he visited Wells Fargo in November, found his box was drilled open, and the contents missing. So Contact 6 
emailed the bank, and Timmer got a full refund. A police report now reveals the bank drilling was drilled out of the wrong safe deposit box by mistake. The report states another Wells Fargo customer asked that her lock be drilled out and was given, get this, Timmer's money by mistake. The woman told the bank, hey, this isn't my money. But she was told, keep it. She then saw the Contact 6 report and called the bank to give it back. Really? The bank told you to keep it. So she kept it. But she didn't spend it because she knew it wasn't her money. Did I miss something? What kind of employee finds out that you opened the wrong safe deposit box and instead of giving, instead of taking the money back and contacting the owner saying what you did, you tell the person to keep it? Yeah. Maybe I'm just too, yeah, anyway. (laughs) I'm just saying. Number one. From JS Online, a Milwaukee County jail officer has been charged with selling cigarettes, THC pens, and cell phones to inmates. Devin McGee, 32, who was hired as a correctional officer at the sheriff's office in January 2023, has been charged with one felony count of misconduct in public office and a felony of delivering illegal items to an inmate, each of which carries a penalty of three and a half years and $10,000 fine or both. According to charges filed yesterday, McGee accepted money from family members of inmates at the county jail in exchange for contraband items over a five-month period last year. He was paid through a mobile app, Cash App, according to the complaint. McGee would charge $50 for a pack of cigarettes, $75 for a THC pen, and $100 for a cell phone. To avoid getting caught, he would often change his Cash App name. He made roughly $1,000, according to the dollar amounts listed in the complaint. And on June 24th, an inmate alerted staff that McGee had been selling cigarettes in jail. That same day, another correctional officer reported she could smell burning cigarettes during inspections in a housing unit. Three days later, an inmate revealed to Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office law enforcement officer investigating the case that inmates would ask McGee if he could bring in a cell phone or cigarettes, and in turn, he would give them a price. And his cash app name for payment, according to the complaint. Now, get this. The complaint reported one instance. They had video surveillance that showed McGee handing something to an inmate. During an interview with the sheriff's office law enforcement officer on June 29th, 2023, McGee repeatedly denied allegations against him and denied the the officer's request to view his cash app transactions. His transactions were later reviewed after they got a search warrant. Follow-up interview, uh, January January 17th of this year, McGee stated, quote, I messed up, everybody messed up, and this is my first time messing up. He said he'd been doing transactions with approximately six to ten inmates at the jail. He also added that he felt blackmailed into continuing as inmates told him that if he did not bring the item, they would report him. He denied ever selling THC pens or cell phones or complaint notes. 
These two appear in court February 27th. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, thank goodness they caught him. And if he's found guilty, three and a half years per, hey, it's only fitting. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Truth Nation, now's your chance to win four tickets to the city of Milwaukee's direct connect mke movie meetup for an exclusive showing of bob marley one love be caller number you know what it's friday be caller number one 833-212-1017 win a four pack of tickets to see bob marley one love with fellow truth nation members so city milwaukee direct connect mke movie meetup is set for saturday february 17th you can't buy tickets to the event you gotta win them Big caller number one, because this is exclusive access for Truth Nation. Big caller number one at 833-212-1017 is the number win a four-pack of tickets to see Bob Marley One Love at our exclusive Milwaukee movie meetup, Saturday, February 17th. Make connections, explore career opportunities by visiting directconnectmke.com. That's directconnectmke.com. Big caller number one for tickets, four of them. To see Bob Marley, one love. 833-212-1017 is the number. What was I going to talk about? So there's a, I got to say, there's a lot of stuff going on in Milwaukee this weekend. Um, And so I think, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm not talking about that. Going to people like, no, no, no. Hey, congratulations to Shirley. Oh, Shirley won the faux pack. So, um, I mean, bottom line is between now and then, you got to keep it locked right here every day this week. And I think next week, too, because we're giving away tickets to see an exclusive screening of Bob Marley One Love. And all that's sponsored by the city of Milwaukee's Direct Connect MKE because it's the movie meetup. So, yeah. <laughs> want to say thank you to the city of Milwaukee. So it's, it's going to be great, and they're going to be there, and other people are going to be there. I'll be there for a meetup at 12 noon or something like that. I don't know what time it is. They just told me, show up. Then they're going to drag me in. I'll be like, whoa. And we're going to talk and chop it up and, and have a great time. And then we're going to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've gone uh, so Dr. Ken you are awesome explaining the truth people never hear the truth well you know we all have our issues everybody does the caller said Dr. Orange Man has lost 60 cases many presided over by judges he put in their seats losing and not taking no for an answer in his political life and private life is an evil illegal pattern for that orange 
Benedict Arnold. If you say so, those are your words. And then the caller, like the caller been blowing up the line. I'm going to vote for Warnock and this to defeat Black Ferrell. <sighs> the name calling and the ad hominem attacks is what's weird. If you want to say you don't like Tim Scott and Herschel Walker, that's fine. But, you know, calling them black Confederates, I don't know. Doc, going forward with people like Raphael Warner, listen, all these guys have had issues just like Tim Scott and Herschel Walker. So let's let's be let's be fair. Let's be equitable. Right? General Colin Powell's Republican Party died when the Tea Party took over. That is true. That is very true. That is true. <laughs> LT said, darn it, if you can't trust inmates these days, who can you trust? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Once you start down the road of doing something stupid, people will then use it against you. Speaking of not doing things that are stupid, Milwaukee has plenty of stuff to do this weekend um, in southeast Wisconsin. And before we go to break, I'm looking at they got everything from Brickfest to ice skating. Um, Wishmakers of Wisconsin is hosting its Cheers for Wishes fundraising event today at Marcus for the Performing. I'm sorry, Marcus Performing Arts Center. Uh, Love in the Dark at St. Kate. The Bucks are playing tonight. They're playing the Charlotte Harnets. Um, I'm not going to even do that because I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to mention her name. Black Violin is at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. Uh, Admirals versus Chicago. Is that today or tomorrow? Is that tonight? Wow. Uh, UWM Panther Arena. And Kino Night at the Rhodes Center for the Arts down at Kenosha. And then Saturday, um, what's a good one? Um, Marquette University Basketball versus St. John's at the Pfizer Forum. Admirals got another game. But the thing you need to go to is Comic-Con. Milwaukee Comic-Con. 8200 West Greenfield. That's coming up. And so that is probably where I'm going to accidentally find myself at um, Wisconsin State Fair Park because Wisconsin Comic Con is there. It's in the Expo Center. They're going to have vendors and artists and creators and special guests and all sorts of stuff. Hey, you might end up seeing a movie star or something. So make sure you check that out. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. That was Shirley that won. I'll say congratulations to Shirley for winning the four-pack to uh, join us on Saturday. For I was about to say Saturday, Friday, the 17th. Like what? Yep. I think it's time for me to go home. Don't touch that dial. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Just typing something. That's what I get for talking and typing at the same time. So I was talking to my class today about 
people doing things while they're doing things, right? And then they say, oh, I can, I can, I understood exactly what you were saying. I said, okay, repeat back to me what I said. Well, you said, you know, and they caught like every like fifth or sixth word. And I was like, well, it's not what I said. And so I said, do you understand that your brain, like, do you understand the capacity of your brain? And they were like, well, what do you mean? Well, the, my my brain's not working right now because I'm tired. Um, Computer memory, right? 128 gigabyte, right? Hard drive. One one terabyte, right? What's the byte size of your brain? Right? How many bytes is your brain? You know, your brain is like a computer. Well, actually, it's not. If you really think about it, it may operate like a computer. But the capacity? 40 bytes. Not 40,000 or 400 or 40 million. Four zero, 40 bytes. Your, your brain capacity is 40. At best, a human being can only function, right, in terms of using those 40. How many do you think it is? Seven. On a good day, eight. So think about this. Depending on what you do and how many bytes it takes up, that's why we tell people, don't drive and text. So look, look at it like this, and I'm, and I'm talking about a really, really base term. I'm driving, right? So I've got two hands on the steering wheel. That's one. Eyes, two. Ears, three. Foot, four. Out of seven. I only got three left. If I'm texting, I take all of that, eyes, ears, and I put it on that. I still got the five, the the four or five used up, and then I start reading. So when my brain engages, those other two bytes are gone, and I'm loaded. I don't feel the car moving until I notice that I've actually been reading my phone so long that I don't remember that I'm even on the road. I look up, crashing into the back of the car. How'd that happen? I don't know. Well, we kind of know. We, say, we, we, we seem to think that we can do significantly more than we, can, than, than we can. So think about this. You're walking down the street and you're reading your cell phone. And you've got it in your hand. And your eyes are engaged. Your ears are engaged. Your everything. You're reading. You're processing. You've used up pretty much all of your brain capacity. And now you walk right in traffic and get hit by a car. They should have seen me. No, technically you should have seen you, but you were too busy using up your brain power. Imagine a child with an iPad. Imagine people watching TikTok all day. Where it just reinforces and just, that's how you get lost in it. If you think about it, social media takes up all of your brain capacity when you're looking at it. Hands, touch, emotion, eyes, ears, 
all that tied to it. You literally forget what time it is. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but if you're doing something, you should probably not do that. That's how you can watch TV and get lost in it or go to a movie and not know what time it is. Because it literally takes all of your faculties and most of your brain just to sit there and watch it. So when we talk about, oh, I'm good at multitasking, that's not true. Your brain's not wired to multitask. But you know the great things people can do if you put seven bits of information on one thing? We figure out how to do enough math. Catherine decided to do enough math and went and found old math formulas to get us to the moon. We figured out how to create HVAC systems. Because they what? Dedicated all their brain power to do that. So when you think about Black History Month and when you think about what's going on and when you think about what people did, it's time to, like I said before, start steering our children back to math and STEM and science. We were graduating with bachelor's degrees with information today that will almost be the equivalent to a Ph.D. in math. In science, think about that. Went to school, got a degree, and wrote the math that got Apollo to the moon, landed it, circled it, and brought it back within a quarter of a mile. Think about that. And then when they landed, literally exactly on the money. We got a lot of work to do. We got a whole bunch of work to do. And so when you think about this, this, these, these coming days, as we have guests and as we have people talk about not just the historical significance, I hope for one, we can start looking at Black Future Month. How we can move things forward. How we can create today what will be history tomorrow. And when we do that, I don't think we'll have to care about whether or not we have a Black History Month. It'll be ours every day. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe's show is up next. We got basketball this weekend. Make sure you hang out. We got shows all weekend long for rebroadcast. Make sure you check us out. I'll see you bright. And late <laughs> on Friday, on Monday afternoon. I'm stuck on Friday. Like, I don't know what that is. I think my brain goes Monday. We go Friday. Am I trying to get out of here that fast? Yes, I am. God bless. Take care. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. I'm out. <laughs>